way up here, it's just views from the nosebleeds, a real fan's perspective. Two guys, Chad and Chad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 40 of the podcast. Yes, a week late, but it is still episode 40. How are you, Chad? You know what? It's okay. Sometimes we need that two weeks. I think we said that last time, but uh, it's true. And it's good to be back for number four zero. It's amazing we've actually done 40 podcasts at this point. With the huge chunk of time that we took off, still yep. pretty impressive. I mean, if you look on a lot of different topics on like Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcast from, I guarantee you're going to find a lot of podcasts that are garbage. They only have like 20, 30, and then they're done. And then they go away, and they never come back. We're at least going, and we're yes. at number 40. It's pretty impressive. I and agree. For the, yep. and there was for the a- how many people that listen, I love it. Just the one or two people would be cool enough with me. Yeah. Even, yeah. even well, if it was just chilling with you, honestly, and talking on a Thursday afternoon about sports, that would be enough for me. Uh, I like that we're consistent again. Even two weeks, then that still makes us consistent if we if we still get it out. Oh yeah, yep. So best thing you saw this week is? Oh uh, well, I'll go with the last two weeks because uh, yep, the last game wasn't uh, wasn't the best. But the Red Wings, man, they've been a lot of fun to start the year. Uh, it's been fun watching them try to scrap for every point they can get. And they've gotten a point in every game except last game. So, uh, And they're just now starting up. I don't know what the score is right now. But, uh, yeah, they've been a lot of fun to watch. They have been. They, You know, the thing about it is it seems like when they've got it going on, they've got it going on. And in past years yeah. when they had it going on, <clears throat> it was still suspect. The passing wasn't as crisp as lo- what you see in, in very elite hockey teams. Uh, the consistent uh, pressure that's put on uh, the other team in the offensive zone. I'm starting to see that from the Red Wings. Um, it's fun to see. And it the cool thing about it is these are mostly young guys. Yeah. I mean, so the future is just going to be skyrocketing for the Red Wings, I think. And and we kind of knew that. We talked about that back in the day when they, when they brought Steve Eiserman on. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Kenny Holland also knew what he was doing. The proof is in the pudding. But Stevie took it to the next level and takes in the in the salary cap era, puts together a fantastic team in Tampa, now back to Detroit and where he should be, and he's doing it again, and I love it. Yeah, you knew you just had to give him time. Me and I think everybody else, whenever I talk to anybody, you're like, yeah, yep, just give him time. You saw what he did down there in uh, Tampa Bay, and you knew – you saw what he left there, too. It's not like he left trash there. No, he made that franchise good, and now here he's, he's here to do that for the Red Wings. And you can see with all these uh, moves that he's done and the, and the guys that have gotten in the draft, you know, it's going to take him a few years, but it's, it's good to f- see that these young guys are hungry already. Definitely. And, and I like, you know, <clears throat> you, you put the Red Wings, but we're going to go back uh, two weeks here. So we might as well talk about that Larkin play. So just an incredible game against the Kings. Tough game. Kings are good, but they were, you know, we're a little tired, but that's okay. It, it, they were good at elite level hockey team. And uh, the, the Wings were down late in the game and uh, they had pulled their goalie 
and there was a breakaway. Spectacular play on that play to get the puck out away from the defense, the from the from the uh, attacking hockey player. Can't remember who it was, but we'll we'll put up the uh, link on on the show notes. Yeah, just incredible. The, the effort the, it took. Twitter. It just the effort it took to get to that point and not then make a penalty. It just was amazing. I mean, I I went through the roof here, <laughs> and then they freaking tied the game. It yeah, was just incredible, was incredible. You know, it, it was, it was awesome. a great start to the season. Uh, it was a good point to get. They lost in overtime, but geez, what a great! It's been a fun. Two weeks. That's all I'll say. Two or three weeks, whatever it's been. Yes, I agree. My fi- my best thing is the uh, the play of Joe Burrow on Sunday. You know, the Atlanta Falcons were playing pretty good football. Uh, they were coming into that game. They were always competitive in every game. And they really were honestly shocking a lot of ple- uh, people out there saying, whoa, can you yeah. believe what's going on here? Mariota's playing good football. Uh, they're playing well. Uh, well, then they Joe trade Burrow away played. Matt Ryan, and you never, you never expect that. Just like Seattle, mm-hmm. I mean, they trade away. You think one of the best quarterbacks, you know, in the in the league, but I don't know what's up with Wilson right now. But anyways, yeah, I I think he's hurt. But but back back to the Joe Burrow here. Okay, thirty four for forty two passing, four hundred four hundred and eighty one yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, that's fantastic. I want him. He, he, you know, I don't know what it was in the beginning of the year. Those first few games were kind of suspect when it came to the offensive line for the Bengals. Little, little rusty. Little rusty. And and they also are new guys taking over that line, I think. So it, it's understandable it would take a little bit for those guys to be on the same page. But, geez, you know when what, they though? are on the same page, this team is still elite. Four and three, I don't care. They're still elite. Burrow has always been getting killed. <laughs> you go back last year, they got to the Super Bowl, and he was still getting sacked more than any other QB in like the playoffs. They were saying, "Yeah, so he he's used to it." But honestly, you know, he doesn't want to have to be used to it. It's no, a, I'm no. sure he's on his guys. I'm sure. Plus, plus he's like he's not a he's not a young, um, two or three year player. He is an old two or three a year player. He he is an older. Uh, age, I think. So he doesn't have as many years in the tires, if you know what I'm saying. You got to got to take care of a guy like that. And right now, Definitely. he's had an ACL tear that took him out. Then he came back and played very well. He's taking you to the Super Bowl. He's playing great again, but you got to protect him. But geez, when you do, you dominate the game because that's just he's an elite level quarterback and he will be discussed in the same sentences. Uh, I believe uh, Allen and and Mahomes. He was the best thing I saw this week. In the last two weeks, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happened. By the way, okay. Um, my your stuff. worst thing you saw? Yeah, worst thing you saw there? Uh, j- yeah, uh, Braves man putting up no effort. It seems like it's forever ago now. Uh, just because uh, the start of basketball and NHL seasons, I've been watching all that, and of course football. But uh, yeah, just disappointing that uh, they win over a hundred games and then they go out so quietly. They're at their bats weren't there at all, and uh, you know, uh, my worst, my other worst was that the Yankees were advancing, but. Uh, you know, they got eliminated. So that's yeah. that's a little that's that's kind of nice. And they were eliminated fast. Goodbye. Yeah. 
<laughs> like so they yeah. didn't even come to the to the uh, to the divi- the championship series series. Yeah, yeah. they were like, okay, <laughs> we're not going to really show up in the. Fu- it's very odd. I mean, they got dominated. I understand Houston's good, but so are the Yankees. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. I just don't understand how they go so cold. But I mean, it's the same thing kind of for the Braves. They just they just went so cold. They couldn't find the key at bats when the guys were on base. And then just when you rely on the home run ball and then you don't get it, I mean, of course, you're not going to win the games. No, you're not. And that's what happened. Yep. And they do rely on that home run ball. I mean, oh, but yeah, you, get, you gotta give, most. yeah, but you gotta give them credit. I mean, they have guys that can bomb. Uh, judge, fantastic season. The question is, you know, you, I don't, I don't know. We're not gonna get into this much, but Aaron Boone, any chances jobs on the line? Mm, I don't know. A lot of expectations, you, right? I would say with New York, you know, <laughs> you can never put that off. So we'll see that. Um. Okay, I've got a bunch of worse. I'm just going to pick a couple so we don't, like, take all the time. Yes, but I'm going to agree with, like, all of these. So okay, go. well, let's talk about them then. So, <laughs> yeah. LeBron James, he, he's 0-4 for the Lakers. What what good is he's, LeBron he's James? Shooting, he's shooting up air balls. His other teams are, like, I, if you've seen any clips of them, obviously they play way too late I watched for me them to try to watch this. But holy cheese, uh, man, they look yeah. so bad. It's it's not even like there are a co- they're not and by the way they have two of the best players in the NBA yeah. on their team. Yeah, now I'll tell you though like uh, lazy. uh I, I don't know. Uh, but uh Antonio Davis or Anthony Davis did not look good last night. In the time I mean I didn't watch it for very long maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. But in the time I watched I was like hmm yeah this is not good and he looks hurt. So I don't know what well, that means. I mean, that guy is every hell healthy. So like, yeah, I don't know what he's what they're even doing with them on on that team. <laughs> like LeBron should know yep. yep. that yep. guy is never healthy. So I don't understand. No, he's zero four for the first time it's since funny, his rookie though. season. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, bookend it then. I just I think LeBron is done. I think he's done. I think I think mentally Ooh. he's done. And I think uh, it's not physical. He can go out and still play the game. In fact, he'll pull up. He'll put up the numbers that he needs to this year with his shitty team. But yeah. he will, and and he'll do that just fine. But I think mentally he's checked out. He's he's thinking about a lot of stuff outside of of basketball. And and I'm talking politically. I'm talking uh, socially. I'm talking all this kind of stuff. He's looking to that uh, entertainment wise. Yeah. So. I'm just wondering I, if he's mentally checked out at this point. Well, I would say he doesn't need to play anymore. He definitely, like, he could put everything down, and he's accomplished enough, obviously. Yeah, like Tom do Brady. whatever he wants. Yeah, who, of course. Who, who, who let's, get, let's get to him next. Yeah. So a couple different things. Uh, we have two also, two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. And I'm talking top maybe five all time, potentially. That uh, that are really on shitty teams, and and they're not playing well themselves. Now I understand football is very much a team sport, uh, but uh, Tom Brady not playing well, Aaron Rodgers not playing well, teams themselves not well constructed, uh, just can't stop the run, uh, can't run the football. <laughs> You're not going to win. 
You're not, not going to win when you play football like that. Any, yeah, not a good recipe for any team, sounds like. So, and and then Tom, you know, I, I th- I'm telling you, I don't want to go here, but you got to start asking. You do. Same with LeBron. Same thing. Has yeah. Tom given enough mentally to this football team to be able to call them a better football team than than what we are seeing right now? Not for now. He looks checked out too. They just both look like they're at a point in their lives, honestly. Anyways, that they should be done, <laughs> and, and and that he, they got so hmm. many avenues to go to, and that obviously Tom Brady is having, uh, you know, his marriage problems, and then also I just seen like uh something about LeBron saying. So there are some articles, scandalous articles, saying uh, how LeBron cheats on his wife quietly. And I was just like, holy crap. And I mean, but, you know. Does this surprise so, you? If it no. I mean, it, of are, course is that it really doesn't. news? No. Is that really, no. like, who cares? Honestly, they all do it. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. And different marriages have different. I'm just saying, folks, don't don't judge every marriage like you. Yeah. There are lots of different types of marriages. And if you think that open marriages are not very, very common, especially among professional athletes, then you're just not aware of what what world you live in. We're going to go back. All right. Uh, sorry about that. Some technical difficulties with the podcast. So we're back, I believe. Just, Chad, are you still there? Yes, I am here. I didn't know if you had fallen off the planet <laughs> or what happened. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, Tom Brady and and uh, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. But but like I say, if you think if you think those alternative type lifestyles don't happen with with you know when when the information comes out, a lot of times it comes out. You know, it has to be PR'd. But in truth, do you think how many of these wives think these guys are actually faithful to them? I don't know. There's a few like uh, Tim Tebow and. Uh, I don't know. I can't judge any of these people, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, the the big names. You would think mm-hmm. the big names are getting just thrown women at them. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. And so. and you know, to each to each their own. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. You know what? Live your life. But anyways, don't hurt other people. That's all I guess. That's all I say. And the last thing. Uh, so Dusty Baker brought up an interesting point that I didn't even know until I read this article today. Yeah, I saw that today too. Yeah, yeah the so he it, this is the first World Series, I believe, since 1950. Yeah, that there is zero U.S.-born African American players on either team. It's kind of crazy. You know, <clears throat> baseball used to be an inner city type game. Yeah. It used to be where the kids would go, the, the open lots in the cities would be used as baseball diamonds because it was easy. Those those lots were in that kind of a configuration. And the, it would be easy. You get a stick, you get a ball, you play baseball. And then Michael Jordan came. And kids in the inner city started playing basketball. And African-Americans started playing more of the basketball because Michael Jordan, you know, and even prior to that, they were playing basketball. But it really went into the, like, stratosphere. When it's and, and kids were playing basketball. They're not playing baseball anymore. And that's where 
you're losing your African-American players from the inner city. They're playing basketball. The better athletes are not playing baseball. Those guys are playing football. They're playing basketball. They're playing the, uh, that's what they're playing. And that's unfortunate. I don't, I don't know why, because baseball is a great, baseball is a great sport and, and is easy to play. Uh, Even for, uh, Inner city kids, you know, you can find space to play baseball. In, I mean, how many times has anybody ever played stickball in the street? That's baseball. It's just uh, sad. Uh, I didn't even think about it, though. What do you think? It is sad. Uh, you see a bunch of – you still see the lots around, but you never really see anybody out there playing. Uh, I would say around here in uh, Metro Detroit, you definitely – you do see people playing basketball around, though. So it is way more common. Um, and it's just, uh, it is unfortunate. But the, I would say, you know, countries like, uh, are just like a bunch of the Cuban countries, you know, they, they love baseball. So yeah, the Latin, Latin countries down yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Venezuela, um, Cuba, Dominican South, Republic. Yeah. South America. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I think that's what it is. That's my opinion, and it's unfortunate. And I think it is a stain, a little bit of a, a stain on baseball because they're not doing the work to get players from those communities playing baseball. Uh, kind of like the first tee was with golf, trying to get those guys to play golf. And not only you know, does it does it help you kind of give you a direction, but it also you learn a sport. You start playing the sport, and then some of those kids are good. And then I, I baseball. Major League Baseball needs to do a better job to cultivate that kind of um, excitement, and they're competing in against the NFL, and the NFL is killing them. It's yeah, just now interesting. It, now now it seems that U.S. wise, baseball is probably a rich kid sport because yeah. <laughs> most most kids that are probably becoming pre- professional nowadays are on travel leagues yeah. and. You know, uh, mostly they're in California, too. If you look at the map, they're obviously living in warm states. So they're in California, Georgia, Florida, Arizona. That's where you're getting these kids from. So and then and then kids, you just need a ball and you just need a basket and you can play basketball by yourself. You can constantly just shoot balls. And that's the name of the game now. NBA is all about how you shoot it. Uh, you got big guys, but these big guys that are like seven four, what like uh, I forget what that guy's name is. I don't even think he's. I think he plays in France right now. But anyways, he's like seven four, can shoot the ball, and he's not big at all. He's just very yeah. lanky, and and then yeah, just basketball is easy. And then when it becomes winter time, um, and and you happen to live not in a state that is warm. You just go inside and you play more basketball. So it's just easy, very easy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and like I say, it's there. It's just more prevalent. And Michael did it. It was Michael Jordan that came and that's what happened. And now that's is what we got. And Dusty Baker is right. All right, moving on. We uh, have some crazy news. I just dropped in some. Do you want to go first? You want me to? <laughs> I want you to go. Okay, I'm seeing. I've got these. two of them. Yeah. So the first one. So this guy <laughs> went through the drive-through in Georgia, <laughs> and this dude, man, 
they must have got his shit all messed up. Like, like <laughs> maybe barely. charged him too much money or gave him, you know, yeah. it, it didn't get his order right. Hmm. It's probably probably he might have even got had to go through the drive through twice. You ever had to do that? <laughs> you know yeah. you have. Yeah, you I'm, know you have. But I ain't, I ain't doing what he's doing in this. No, video. no, no, no. But this guy must have <laughs> gone through three or four times because this dude he he grabs. Where's stuff. my crunch wrap? <laughs> he grabs stuff inside of the restaurant. He, he grabs in the drive-through. The trash. When, yeah, That's and the he's trash. throwing it. There's there's video of it. Oh, we're gonna post it. Um, <laughs> the, now there's a pretty good view of his face. He's wearing a Portland Trailblazer jersey. Does this surprise anyone? <laughs> no. Does this surprise anyone? <laughs> is there anyone out there that's surprised <laughs> that this <laughs> is a Portland Trailblazer here's your, fan? Here's your daily double. Are you surprised? <laughs> okay. So if you've seen this guy, uh, in he this was in Waynesboro, Georgia. It, it, we're gonna post it. We want this guy caught. This is this can't yeah, be tolerated. Get, this, get him back to Portland. Send yes, him back home. You cannot, I mean, I don't care if you've got to go through that drive through <laughs> five times to get your order right. You cannot. Treat you don't do that in Georgia. Like that. You might do that in Portland, but you don't do that in Georgia. You know they do that in Portland, by the way. Of course, I'm guaranteed they're doing of that in Portland. They do that. All right, that's one. Now let's go to the number two here. Actually, you um, know what? Let me. I, I don't even do have it. I don't even have it on here. No, I have a crazy news that I want to say that I don't okay, even good. have, but I saw a video of it today. Okay, this guy is and then I have one more crazy news, by the way. So I'm gonna have to find it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you got to put the link up. This guy, though, he's at Starbucks. He's a super douchebag. He drinks. <laughs> he drinks like seventy-five to eighty percent of the video, the uh, the the drink, and he's filming himself. Like I don't know why. Because everyone he's, he's does. So happy about because this. every human being on the planet videotapes everything. And he's he's not even he's not even facing the barista. He's facing the camera, and he's just like. I didn't like this. Can I have a caramel, whatever? And she's like, she grabs the drink and she's like, this, this drink that you drank 80% of, you didn't like this? He's like, yeah, can I get it? No, I'm. And, and then so she like shames him. But the policy of, of Starbucks is if you don't like your drink and you haven't left the location, you can have a drink for free. Um, so she made it, but she made it in the most like, like snarky way possible, but that I wouldn't think would get her fired at all. And the guy's like, thank you. And, and she wouldn't even give it to him because he, he's not looking at her. And, and she's like, you're not even going to look at me. So she made him at least look her in the eyes when he grabbed it. So, but just, just crazy that, that he's proud to film himself. And, and like during, he's like, mm, free drink. So like, Obviously, he knows what he's doing. Just, just so crazy that that and that people do that. Well, that that's the reason why it, he ruins it for everybody else. Yeah, because the rest of us decent human beings actually may sip on their coffee and not like it, and then get another right. one. Yeah, because we would that's what one normal or two humans drinks. would do. Yeah, we would taste it, and then maybe if we were like hmm, one more, try maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Maybe I didn't taste that right. Nope, that sucks. Nope, going Taking back to back. the counter. You're yep. not drinking 80% of it. <laughs> Can't come believe it. A-hole. I we have, have to find too many video. A-holes. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to grab him through my <laughs> phone screen and like 
just shake him and be like, what is wrong with you? Uh, I just, yeah. All right. I do well, have another crazy news, though. Okay. Well, I've got another one as well. Yeah. So Massachusetts, there's a Massachusetts woman that unleashed a swarm of bees on the deputies <laughs> serving the eviction notice. That's what oh police are telling gosh. people. Jeez. How do you, so the woman reportedly, this is according How? to Fox News, and we will post this. The woman reportedly arrived outside the home, this is quoting the article, in an SUV towing a trailer oh, carrying wow. beehives. <laughs> you know what? She looks like a kind of a woman that would be carrying <laughs> beehives. I was going to say that. <laughs> Doesn't she? Gonna say She's a beehive thing. carrier. There's no question. Yeah, I was like, uh, she looks like she would do that. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I'm, uh, honestly, wow. yeah, looks like she does other stuff. But anyways. Anyways. <clears throat> so, yeah, they. Uh... <laughs> Arraignment. Um, but in, and she actually was released without bail because, I mean, be it's very strategic. You know, if you got like a gun or something like that, high powered rifle, mm. you don't have to be quite as strategic. But when you're when you're using a trailer full of bees, you kind of have to be very strategic on the way you get somebody. Yeah, <laughs> they could get you. A trailer full of bees <laughs> to to attack the deputies. Anyways, yep. Okay. Well, that's some more a crazy classic news. crazy news. Yes. Um, yeah. So here's my other one. Nearly 300 animals were removed from a noxious roach infested New York home. How many again? 300 animals. Uh Included cats, rabbits, birds, tortoises, snakes. And I'm they getting were, nauseous, actually, though. And they were basically, like, stacked on top of each other. So they're, like, obviously getting their uh, uh, secretions on people. On, on Yeah, so this is not good. It's just super infested. I uh, can't believe anybody would do that and let alone possibly live in there um just just incredible crazy um glad they found this person and hopefully like i would just want to burn down that house <laughs> <laughs> like i would who wants to ever live in that you know when you reflect on your let's say you and i sit down and we take some testing and we find out you and i are just average joes we don't have really <laughs> An impressive brain power. We're just we're just normal people. Would you would you think would that hope, might be yeah. the case? Because every freaking time I hear these kind of news reports, yeah, I wonder how <clears throat> low does this bar go, man? Because if I'm average, depths. I'm I'm way more intelligent than <laughs> that guy or that person. Man, but, I th mm. I think I'm like like Matt, it's got to be mental. It's like mental problems. Like it's Joe kinda... Rogan would say, I'm stupid. Don't believe anything I say. But G is like. That's yeah, what I'm saying, know. man. You and I are, are idiots. We know this. We've gone through the chart of the family. We are not at the top of the chart. We know this. We're fine with it. 
Yeah. We know who's on the top of the chart. We're not going to mention them on the podcast. No, though they want us to mention out. them. <laughs> no We're not going to do that. Either. We're not going to do that. But you know this. But we are so far, man, farther <laughs> up than some of these idiots. I'm I just saying. It but just, it just is stuff. Yeah. When we talk about it. I feel All like right. though we have time for a topic or feel not. Like, by the way, though. I, I, yeah, but I do feel like this could be anybody. I think it just takes a little bit of chemical imbalance, and uh, that could be you. <laughs> On that note, let's hope <laughs> that's not the case. Because you know who has to come and then get me out of that problem? Who? My son. <laughs> and not, my daughter. Maybe your wife. And their yeah, families. Maybe. Your daughter can uh, deal with that. <laughs> All right. Do we have t- time for one topic then? Yeah. One discussion topic. What's the worst job you've ever had? Uh, hmm. Depends. I guess I could make, um, I guess I could make cleaning out the rabbit at Campus Sable. And the cage the, of the, the rabbit. Basement, the cage of the rabbit would have to be my worst job that I've had. That is a bad job. The rabbit man probably weighed just under the weight of Melanie, which she weighs like twenty pounds. And so, and squirmy like Melanie too. Probably worse. Like with scratchy. Claws. Yeah, and like you had to clean its little poop <laughs> up, and it was not a happy rabbit. It was a mean rabbit. <laughs> so what was that, the name of this menace? I I don't I didn't even care to know. It didn't it had to have a name. <clears throat> oh, it had something. But you don't know. No. But rabbit man. evil rabbit. <laughs> that's yeah, that's no good. No, it was terrible. I've and had I, some bad jobs in my life. Yeah. In high school, I was a dishwasher. Yeah, that's not good. That means, like, I'm looking at other people's half-eaten food. Yeah, I did that at Chuck E. Cheese. I made food, though, too. I, that was horrible. But the worst job I had when I was an adult was right after I had my, my – I just got married, had a brand-new baby boy, and uh, we were poor, and I needed any job. So I worked at Arby's for a while. Eh, it's okay. Eh, wasn't good at all. No. <laughs> But then I went to work at this place called Kessel's in Flint. And uh, I had to work in the bottle sorting area. Ah, yes, your favorite. All you did for eight hours was take bags of bottles from the front of the store to the back, and you sorted the bottles for (laughs) eight hours. Jeez. I, right now, I'm almost in a trance remembering it. I still can hear the sound. When I hear a song that was from that list, I can still remember it. And I tell my wife, I go, oh, yep, that's a Kessel song. Hello? Oh, you're still here? That's yeah. brutal. All right. At what time are we are we running over? What are we doing right now? Yep. We okay. can be wrapping on up. All right. Well, let's uh let's wrap it up then. Um some good stuff going on. World Series starting. Houston probably gonna win. What do you think? 
I would think so. That's who I would vote for. Yep. Vote on. Red Wings uh, are down one nothing to the Bruins. The Bruins are an excellent hockey team. What are you Either looking very for good. from the Wings? Uh, just a competitive game. Hopefully they can fight it out and uh, possibly uh, keep the score where it's at. They they got to be not sloppy. They, they were a little sloppy last game, so they got to control it a little bit more. Uh, it's going to be difficult against the Bruins, but maybe they could uh, squeak it to overtime. You know what? It looks like they're they're hanging in there pretty good. They're down only one nothing into one. They've got tw- uh, ten shots to Boston's twelve. That was the problem in the yeah, last game. Is they just got destroyed when it came with shots on goal, and you can't do that. They're gonna no, win, so. no, no. This is not <laughs> hockey. Is not soccer. You you don't get like five tries at the net per game. No, you throw it at the net as much as possible and hope something goes in. One last thing, and then we're going to go. The line in the Jets game, explain it. Uh, what, have to, what is it? The line in the Jets game is, and they're playing the Patriots in New oh, York. yes, yes. And they're, and they're, they're, they're getting, so it's, it's Patriots minus 2.5. Can you explain it? Uh, they're not good right now. I can't explain it, though. They're just not good. No, no, but look, the Jets are the underdogs at home at five and two versus the Patriots. I know that doesn't make any sense to me. And it's been that way the entire week. When I read it, I rechecked it two or three times. This is what I would say. I say go put your money on that game because that doesn't make any I, sense. I to would, me. and that's what I did. I took the Jets. So if you're not taking the Jets in that game, Vegas got to know something your, else. Uh, casino that you got there and uh, put in some money. Actually, I may do that because that line, it's it's something they know something. In fact, I even read something on CBS Sports that said something about the Patriots are going to get right against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Anyways, all right, everybody, we'll try to be back next week. If not, we'll be back when we're back, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Sounds good to me. See you guys. All right. Bye-bye. This has been Views from the Nosebleeds with Chad and Chad. Join us next time for more real fans' perspectives.